0: Hello and welcome to the UCD Careers Network podcast, Careers Calling, where we call companies and they tell us about careers advice in the current job market. Let's get calling.
1: We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Hello and welcome to the Careers Calling podcast from the UCD Careers Network. I'm Kieran and I assist with the marketing and the communications for the Careers Network. Today's podcast topic is centered around women in tech, and here today to talk about this with me is Neve McEnough from Guidewire. Guidewire is a software publisher that offers an industry platform for property and casualty, P&C, insurance carriers worldwide. Neve graduated from UCD in 2017 with a BSc in computer science and joined Guidewire as a graduate in August of that year and has been working there ever since as a software consultant. As part of her job, she works with PNC customers across the US and the UK, and also had the opportunity to travel outside to some of these places. Her typical day as a consultant would consist of writing code, working with her team, and speaking directly to customers. Niamh, you are most welcome to the podcast today. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for having me on.
1: It is our pleasure. We are so happy to have you on. As this... It, women in tech would be such a broad topic in and of its own. So trying to kind of fit it into you know, a bite-sized conversation like this, where you could have many different streams coming out of it and kind of what, of how it works at the moment or kind of what people think about women in tech or, or kind of the implications of that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your road to Guidewire. What was it about Guidewire that kind of sold you on working there as soon as you left UCD?
0: Yeah, so I still really remember, kind of when I finished up with UCD, the panic of trying to find a job. So at first, you're kind of applying for everything, you know, you just, you really want a job. But um, I actually really fell in love with Guidewire once I actually got into the office. Um, At first, you know, they sounded great and everything, but as soon as I got into the office, you know, I saw the atmosphere it was so friendly it was relaxed and it just felt like somewhere I could really you know fit in they had brilliant kind of core values as well that really resonated with me um so it was just that yeah it's once I got into the office I just I really fell in love with it and as I, I said I've been I've been there since
1: and not to put you on the spot where Guidewire your number one choice of where to work as soon as you left college
0: um, I hadn't actually heard of Guidewire when I finished up college. Honestly, uh, number one, you know, everyone wants to go for like Microsoft, Google, Apple. You know, one of the names you know. But it's once I kind of got applying around different places, you know, that's when I found Guidewire and just kind of fell in love with it. With that,
1: and tell me, addressing the elephant in the room or the virus in the room, yes. how have things been going for you guys during COVID nineteen? How have you adapted? to the new world order
0: yeah I think we adapted actually relatively well um we actually started working from home before the lockdown was like put in place before we were forced because the idea was we wanted to be proactive rather than reactive Um, and of course then we had a couple benefits to kind of help people settle in like the biggest one for me was we were given like a budget to set up a home office so you know it's much easier to get working and then work-wise I've actually been on two projects since the virus hit So the first one started in the office, you know, normal and then transitioned into the work from home, uh, new lifestyle. And it transitioned like really well. Like there was almost no difference at all. If anything, I think productivity went up once you kind of cut out, you know, the commuting time and different stuff like that. And now my current project, actually, it's one of the first of its kind. It started like fully remote. So it started in July. Like we set up with the customer. We all are planning and everything. Hopped into development all fully remote. And I just, I don't think the remote work has affected us badly at all.
1: Is it something you think you would like to keep with more full time? Or is it something you and your team have discussed? Or would you kind of prefer more of a balance now going forward?
0: Yeah, it's something me and my friends actually discuss really regularly that we kind of miss going into the office to kind of see each other. Like we would have a lot of crack in the office, like get on really well, all the chats and everything. And um, so I think all of us kind of, from talking to each other what we're looking for is more of a balance so maybe you know work from home two to three days a week or and go into the office then the other days and for me it'd be brilliant as well a bit more work from home because I could actually go home to see my parents a bit more in Donegal and I could work from home there if the internet uh, stays stable enough.
1: Oh trust me I'm living in Kildare at the moment and I feel your pain on that on that regard.
0: Yeah. So what is it
1: like being a woman who's working in the tech industry right now?
0: Yeah, with that question, I always find it's a quite difficult to answer because all I I can't compare it to what it's like being a male, obviously, in that industry. But I mean, the first thing you notice is you are in a big minority. Like I remember, I went to a mixed secondary school, so boys and girls. You know, just, uh, there were about I think 50 of us, and it was pretty 50-50 girls and boys. Uh, and then I would have gone into college, and then you notice it immediately that you're in a minority with girls. Like you know. I think I we had a class size of over a hundred and ten of us were girls. And you think, oh, it can't be that bad, the industry. And then you go on and went into Guidewire. I think there's maybe 27 girls in the Dublin office out of a couple hundred. Like it is it is noticeable. Um, and I think as well, one thing people don't realize about women in tech is you, you kind of start to doubt yourself a wee bit because sometimes you get these little kind of offhanded comments from some of the men and they don't kind of realize, you know, that it would affect you in any way. But because you are you know, really aware that you're one of the few girls. Like, say, I've worked on three projects since I joined Guidewire, and I've only ever worked with another girl on a team once. So two of my projects have just been all lads and me. So any little kind of comment about me being one of the girls, like not one of the lads, like it's, it, it does kind of catch you a wee bit. So I think, you know, being a girl in tech, any kind of discrimination I've faced has been unintentional. And it's just, and you don't want to call people out for that as well, like, because they didn't realize it.
1: And given that the tech field is largely male dominated, as you say, mm-hmm. does that affect the positions that you would go for in the future?
0: Um, I don't know, what it now? I see with Guidewire, we do have a women's group and that does encourage me a bit. And we actually set up a mentoring program. So you, you would get paired up with, say, like a more senior woman kind of in roughly your field and i find it's much easier kind of thinking about career progression if i can get that kind of woman to like look up to and i can see myself easier in another girl's position than say one of the men's positions so i think that would be how it would affect it that you have that goal of someone's already there so you feel you're more able to go towards that uh, progression
1: and tell me a bit more about this program that guide set up to support women in these roles kind of what does it entail and have you kind of looked up stuff elsewhere that's outside a guide war that would also help kind of women in tech roles
0: yeah so the the women's group I, I get as involved as I can I kind of started up. I think I, I was a couple of months in the company when it started up. um and as I said we had the mentoring program I sadly actually didn't get involved in that and I do regret it because I see the benefits would be just unreal but we also get involved in kind of there was a women in tech conference uh, a couple months back or a year I can't remember with COVID (laughs) time doesn't matter anymore but uh you know we'd go to that we'd kind of network with other women in tech and stuff like that but like the highlight for me was actually working with a kind of group in DIT and they have this thing called building esteem so they would bring in girls from secondary schools around Dublin uh in for a day to kind of learn more about STEM subjects, so we would be the tech. So we would take them in, we would do coding workshops, we would do talks with them, and stuff like that, stuff I really like getting involved in. Um, Outside of Guidewire, the most involvement I've actually gotten, in it was when I was in UCD, I would get involved in anything UCD had going.
1: And how important is it for, say, someone in a course like yours, like with computer science, to kind of get involved in those extracurricular activities? Are they more for just the social aspect, or do they really help kind of build your skills
0: Um, actually the reason I got involved in any of those is like I would suffer from a massive kind of lack of confidence like anxiety stuff like that but I always kind of pushed myself to get involved in that stuff to build your confidence because in in my job at the moment now as a consultant like I have meetings with the customer I'm presenting stuff to them so you kind of need that level of self-confidence and that kind of speaking ability, which I think I did pick up with those extracurricular activities while I was in UCD. So working open days, doing any kind of talks, I could get involved with anything like that.
1: How do you balance kind of the work and life aspect? I would imagine being a software developer can be quite stressful and demanding. So how do you, how do you balance all of that?
0: Yeah, I did. Now, at the start of the pandemic, when we were working from home, I found it very difficult because I would be sitting on this laptop all day. So I would kind of, you know, just not leave my desk. You know, it would be if someone emailed me at say eight o'clock, I would reply because I'm already sitting here and, you know, there wasn't much of a balance going. So to kind of get that balance, I have just, I I bought a new laptop. So as soon as the workday finishes, the work laptop closes, put away, deleted all the apps off my phone. And I just, I completely just cut myself off from work once roughly six o'clock hits. If I'm asked to stay on later, I will stay on later.
1: And you mentioned earlier, that you struggled with your confidence a bit Mm -hmm. what helped you to kind of overcome that
0: um i probably still struggle with it a bit now but uh, i think it was just forcing myself out there like into these kind of it it would be kind of extra things i don't have to do like a big one for me was actually as i was saying about that building a steam event i um i let myself be put forward to actually give like one of the opening talks at that event and that was like a massive thing for me because you just had to stand up in front of all these people and like talk about your experiences and everything and it's just kind of pushing yourself as much as you can like if you're not feeling uncomfortable you're not pushing yourself enough
1: and outside of programs like that how much training would you have got when you started your career in guidewire
0: in uh, like speaking and communication
1: kind of all across the board just in terms of how do they prepare you for the role that you're in and as well things like that calling it extracurricular for want of a better phrase
0: yeah when I started Guidewire I, I was put in a graduate program so that lasts uh 18 months and they set up loads of things so there would be mentoring as soon as you come in you know you have that kind of body that's there to help you through all because we would have loads of uh training like they they really train you before they let you near a project which is brilliant for me because it made me feel more confident going into a project rather than just being thrown in and um, but we also had classes and you know organization time management different things like agile that would be helpful in your day-to-day on a team project and um, so that would be one thing I would recommend for anyone listening that is looking into positions once you graduate is make sure there's a good graduate program there because it really does it boosts your skills and it will kind of make you feel more confident and comfortable going into the role
1: and just based on your own experience, given that you're someone who is, in the first few years of her career, is there more from your own experience mm-hmm. that colleges and or employers can be doing to help support, particularly women who are interested in tech roles?
0: I think there is, yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of, you need to kind of target them in the because school. That sounds a bit weird, but you know, that's who you're looking for. Because, I mean, when I was in secondary school, I still remember once I did my junior cert on fourth and fifth year, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I was good at maths and I enjoyed English. And I was like, well, the only logical thing in my mind that I can do with those two things is be a teacher. So then I went and did more experience, realized I really didn't like kids. So I was like, right, teaching's out. Didn't know what I wanted to do. I was going to go study pure maths. Went to the UCD Open Day. And I was getting ready to kind of talk to the math stand, you know, about the course and everything. When someone from the computer science stand, which was right beside it, kind of came up and was like, oh, do you want to hear about computer science? And I was too awkward to say no to them. And I really, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely tell me about that. So I remember him going into it and he was going on about the math element, the problem solving, everything like that. And that's what won me over. It was a complete accident. And I mean, I can't imagine myself working in any kind of different position now.
1: And just sticking with the secondary school piece for a moment, because I'm starting to get flashbacks of my own experiences. Yeah. Uh, they're not pleasant times, let's be honest. <laughs> but do you think there was kind of much of a pressure on students to kind of have their career chosen? And mm-hmm. did you feel like any particular kind of career paths were being forced on you outside of, say, the the, te- the tech element or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying about going to the UCD Open Day picking computer science so as soon as I did that filled out the CAO UCD computer science was number one because I absolutely fell in love with the campus but then you know the rest of it filled out with other colleges and stuff and then I went back to school I think it was that week or the next week to have a meeting with my career guidance teacher and she kind of looked at it and she was like would you not just go back to the teaching and I was like no I really like the sound of the computer science she was like no I really I really think you should reconsider this and put down teaching instead and you know that was that was quite discouraging for me I think eventually she warmed up to the idea that I was going to do this course and everything but um just little knocks like that do have an impact on you you know and it is I I came from a small town in Donegal like nobody really knew what computer science was so it was kind of hard to get encouraged properly going into this kind of degree
1: I can imagine when the support isn't even there in the classroom and these are the people who are supposed to guide you. But yeah. thankfully, you got to meet people then who were really supportive and really kind of emphasized how good the course would be. And you obviously had an interest in it. And kind of yeah. Where do you see yourself going, for, going forward now? You are, you're obviously enjoying the role that you're in. Yeah. Do you kind of have an idea of kind of what you would like to do next?
0: Um, it's handy now in Guidewire, what you do have the option to kind of move around within the company. So I am actually just trying out a different role at the moment. It's a bit less tech than I'm used to, a bit more kind of customer interaction. So I'm just trying that out now on kind of a trial basis to see how it goes. But like, you know, the experience from that will just help me in my tech career um, further, even if I don't like it. So we'll see how that goes first
1: now speaking of the customer service piece uh, it's something that our consultants would really really push when they're talking to students like don't underestimate your soft skills you know kind of your yes. working within a team good communication things like that even in a, a tech role as a software consultant how important are the likes of developing your soft skills
0: Oh, it's just, I I can't even describe it. Like for, for my job in particular as well, I think the soft skills are nearly as important as the tech skills because I know just after I joined the company, like my manager approached me and it was like, you know, the main selling point for us on you was your communication skills because we can't teach that as well as we can teach you to program a little better. So, you know, you need to be developing those skills like every day now on this project from about four to six o'clock I'm in constant meetings so I'm chatting to the customer I'm chatting to my team you know it's just constant communication
1: did you get much of an opportunity to develop those while you were in the UCD bubble was it something kind of your course kind of helped define or was it something you kind of got more outside with say clubs or societies or just possibly even workshops that the careers network are running
0: uh, <laughs> i didn't go to any of the the uh, workshops no i do regret that to an extent i was just too nervous to go to them honestly um but i find the the thing that helped me most was you're forced to do team projects in the course i hated them at the time looking back i still despise them but i do see the benefit they had of you know Learning to work in a team, that team organisation stuff like that. You know, it's horrible when you're stuck with a bad team member, but even that's a valuable experience in the end.
1: Kind of just taking a reflective look now. What advice would you give to someone a in who's in secondary school who might be thinking, you know, do I want a career in in tech or in computer science? And then someone who is say within college at the, within college at the moment who's kind of struggling to kind of figure out what they want to do next. They may be in your in a similar courses yourself or kind of something in or, around, in or around those lines. What would you say to them?
0: Yeah, for the secondary school one, I would say definitely just read up on all the different courses. You know, see, does it resonate with you at all? Do you have any interest? And with secondary school as well, it's hard to get... You can't link it to a certain subject. Like, say, for certain courses, it's easy to know. It's like, oh, I like music, so I can do a music course. It's just that direct kind of translation so for computer science I'd say the best thing to do is go online and try teach yourself a bit of programming and see how that kind of goes with you I didn't do any of that before I went in and (laughs) I did regret not having any experience in programming because it would have been helpful just to get a head start or anything but I think that would be the best thing you know read up on the courses try a bit of programming yourself you know see just how you feel about it and then in college I mean there's a lot of places you can go with the computer science degree I had um, like a class reunion thing about a year ago. So I got to chat to, you know, everyone I kind of went to college with and everyone's kind going off in slightly different branches. So, you know, there's there's uh computer security. I went into consultancy. There's just pure like software engineering where you that a little bit less talking to a customer, which I can see the benefits of. Um, and then as I said I'm going into now a more kind of business oriented so if someone didn't like the programming aspect like that would be ideal for them to go into a kind of business analyst role where your programming knowledge is useful but it's not you know the defining part of your role like there's a lot of places you can go and I would say kind of just go into a company that you think suits you like my parents always said that they just don't know how I ended up in such like a company that seems to match me so well. Um, And that's what you're kind of looking for. Look for that. And, you know, like you're not stuck in the job forever. I know I've been at Guidewire now. It's it's over three years now. But I mean, you can move around. Like you're not stuck there for the rest of your life. It's not, you know, a life-defining decision. You can go somewhere for a year, realize you don't like it and just move on.
1: And tell me about some of the opportunities that are out there at the moment. You mentioned Guidewire's graduate program. Yeah. Are applications for that open or kind of where can people find more information on these things?
0: Yeah, um, I know for Guidewire anyway, we have a career site. So I would definitely want that see what's open at the moment. I think there are a couple of roles open. Um, and I think I, I used, um, I think it was Indeed um, and Monster and sites like that that have all kind of the applications and everything. Uh, I would say to check LinkedIn as well. I know some places do advertise their roles on LinkedIn and make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date and you know you've listed all your skills because there's certain things you might think oh, I'm not really kind of good enough at that but if you've any experience on it you know you list it. hard
1: and you mentioned kind of uh, particularly from the secondary school aspect you know getting some how-to experience on coding if someone was interested in coding and programming and wanted to just kind of do the uh, my first coding project kind of where would be the best place to go
0: um, I know we, if when we do events, we would use code.org. So they would have a load of like really basic tutorials kind of to get you a head start. My younger brother's actually, well, he hasn't done his leaving cert. He was meant to do his leaving cert, but he's waiting for his results now. And I mean, he's starting to get a head start in it now. And I think he's just going on YouTube. I think, you know, there's so many resources on YouTube. If you just look at all, there's, just, there's loads of places you can get. But as I said, code.org, I think would be the best kind of just starting point.
1: Nee, thank thanks so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you about this subject.
0: Oh, Thank you for having me on. I, I, I enjoy getting to talk about women in tech.
1: Uh, we enjoy having people on who want to talk about like such an important subject. And as a, again, thank you so much. Look after yourself and best of luck with the future.
0: All right, you too. Thank you again. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning into that episode of Careers Calling with my colleague, Kieran Pearson. Next week, we're going to be talking to Claire Mooney from Verizon Connect. She's going to be talking about opportunities in Verizon Connect for graduates, but she's also going to be speaking about diversity and inclusion and what Verizon Connect are doing to promote diversity and inclusion in their workplace. Hope that you'll be listening next week. Thank you so much, guys. Keep safe. Bye.